deal. <laughs> Perfect timing, bro. It's an awkwardly silent room right now. <laughs> My chair just broke. I need to fix it. I really Do don't want to really silent eye contact. Until it's good, we're going to get started. I'm good. So we're going to start with Down and Nerdy Podcast. You can go ahead. I can talk now. Hey, hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> what's up? Hey, what's up? That was really, that was, this is a nice, this is a refreshing. Okay. That, that, yeah, and it kind of opens up a little bit. So this mm -hmm. one's actually for the both of you. Obviously, Kinsey has no idea what's going on with Gabe or Eden. Of course, we don't want to spoil anything, but how difficult is it going to be to keep that secret throughout this season? Ooh, um, you know, I think that's that's how one of it, of the season is uh, is that question, you know, because obviously the audience knows something that Kinsey doesn't. So every single scene that involves her and Gabe or her and Eden um, has a very, you know, anxious and anxiety inducing undertone of like, will he will she, you know, is this going to be the moment? How long can this go on? And it's definitely a big challenge. Uh, Gabe's got a lot riding against him because uh, Eden is a bit more reckless than he is, but they're yeah. definitely both reckless. And uh, it's hard to keep that stuff covered up uh, and leave no, leave no traces. Eden wants to just go in there, do the thing, and get over with it. So, <laughs> but... Awesome. So Thanks, it'll be guys. hard to, to answer your question. <laughs> it's going to be hard. It sounds like it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, James. Thank you, James. Next up, we'll go to Fanversation. Hi, Hi. guys. Hello. Um, I want to know, you're both essentially playing uh, demons this season. Um, how hard is it to play a demon, but also to like keep the humanity alive in there when you're being essentially an evil demon? Um, well, um, I don't know. I it, It's interesting because it's... I would say it's not hard. Um, it is a challenge, but I think it's every actor's kind of goal to take on challenges. And this is a, a really exciting one. It's a fun one. You know, you get to dive into something that's not normal. It's out of the ordinary. And, um, you know, that's what excites me personally as an actor is getting to try new things and learning something. And I definitely learned a lot from, from this one. Um, so mm -hmm. even if it was hard, uh, I would more call it just a really fun challenge. Yeah, the writing kind of gave us the playground and then running through it and just kind of jumping to wherever we landed was um, a lot of fun and, and a big challenge, as Griffin said, but it was nice to work on something that was more than just like, just the popular girl at school, especially for me, just playing something that's a little bit, uh, or not a little bit, a lot more extreme in so many different ways was a lot of fun. Awesome, thank you. Thank you. All right, next up, we're going to move to freelance. I'm going to guess that means me. <laughs> uh, Mr. Yes, Griffin. Uh, Hello. Can you tell me, uh, for, specifically for this role, uh, how do you get yourself into the headspace that you need to be in to play this role? Oh, ooh, that's a great question. Um, you know, it's... It, 
as weird as this might sound, it's not something that I, that I thought about um, quite all, all too often while shooting was getting in the right headspace. Um, Gabe is such like a, you know, multidimensional character that he's never just one thing at any given time. You know, he is um, a demon, but he's been in this world for so long. He's taken this, this shape, this form, and he's, you know, starting to live in the human world. And I think you'll notice during, during this season, this isn't necessarily a spoiler, but, you know, he sort of struggles internally, or at least this is how I saw it with the issue of being human at the same time. You know, it's not a major plot point or anything, but in the back of my mind, that's sort of how I always saw it was this guy is evil personified, um, but he's more than, than, than that, you know? So a lot of it was just being as menacing and scary as possible. Cause I think that's what the exciting thing is in a lot of these scenes is, is the sort of the fear um, and the anxiety that you get from having a literal demon around. Um, mm -hmm. so that was mostly where my, where my brain was at was, you know, be as scary as possible, uh, be menacing, be strong and powerful, but getting into that headset, um, I think happens kind of naturally because, you know, we are human. We're not demons. We're just actors. And, um, you know, you get to add a little bit of that into, into the character if you want to, you know, mm -hmm. just, um, some sense or spark of humanity just comes out naturally. I hope that answered your question. I'm not sure. It might have been a little convoluted. No, that, that was perfect. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go back to Down and Nerdy Podcast. All righty, this one again for the both of you guys. We we actually see this on the trail in the trailer a little bit, so it's not really a spoiler, but it seems like you your characters really aren't the best of friends, not great allies, it doesn't <laughs> seem like so. Can you guys tell us anything about their conflict? And just, is it just two strong personalities in the room or is it going to be a little more than that? Yeah, it's kind of like two alpha wolves trying to uh, get something that they both want. Yet one of them is more experienced and uh, which is Gabe Dodge. And then there is Eden who is very much like a baby demon in ways. But obviously there's been the summer where she's kind of like, I don't know if like Gabe locked her in a house and, and made sure she didn't go and ruin everything for him. But um, she's she's a, a growing demon and trying to like figure out her things, but she she's a very independent, headstrong uh, character as well. So she doesn't like being pushed down by Gabe. If I can piggyback off of that, I think um, something that we, talked about a lot and have talked about a lot is that sort of the dynamic that we chose and we had a lot of conversations beforehand about this was, um, you know, I think we settled on the idea that Eden's sort of um, a, a dog that's been beaten, you know, by its owner a bunch of times. And, um, you know, I think Gabe having this, this control, this power and, you know, the, the battle between the power dynamic, she wants it and I have it. And, um, in that sense, because I'm an echo and I have a little bit more power than her, I can kind of, you know, put her in her place on occasion. And um, the thing with, you know, a beaten dog is it'll put its ears back and its tail between its legs when it has to, so that it doesn't get a beating. But, you know, you hit one too many times and that dog's going to bite back. And I think that's sort of the dynamic that we see with Eden and Gabe. And you guys do awesome with it too. Thank you for that. Thank, Thank you. you Okay, fanversation. 
Hello again. Hi. Um, so we get introduced to a, a few new keys uh, in season two. Do you have a favorite key from the second season? From the second season specifically that we can mention right now? Yeah. Um, Are we allowed to mention season two keys? Is that like a thing or? Great question. Can we get, can we get confirmation on that? Just is this coming out before love to after answer the, with the show real... comes out? Uh, I can hold this till after. Okay, well okay. then, unless someone immediately unless tells someone me wants to speak say, up right I'm, now, I'm talking about spoilers <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Wow. Um. I think the. The. Uh, the wings key, is like really really cool. Yeah. Power of flight. I mean, how many times have you looked at a bird flying through the sky and just been like, man, I wish I could fly? This key lets yeah. you do that. That's really fun. I think that's almost more fun than the anywhere key. That's always been my favorite key since um, I read the comic books because I just find it so beautiful. And also, yeah, like how often have I looked at birds? I have like a little bird tattoo. Like I wish I could fly. Um, but it's actually an interesting little point is that in season one, Kinsey goes down into the caves with the Sabini squad. And if anyone with a sharp eye noticed, she had two wings on her jacket that was a foreshadowing for second season. So it's really cool to see Kinsey um, play with that in the second season. Um, but yeah, that is that is a spoiler. So don't let anyone know until after the 23rd. <laughs> okay, for sure. I think uh, we just non, wait, what does that mean? Non-spoiler keys. Okay, the non, that they've, been, they've been shown. Uh, and also oh, the, so, the change. So you mean for, forget what we just talked about? <laughs> is that what that means? <laughs> All good. Continue on. <laughs> Let's focus okay. on these two keys. Thank you. Yes. Okay. 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 Cool. Whoops. I mean, I feel we like asked. Mark Ruffalo. I feel like Mark yeah. Ruffalo right now. I feel like she. she yeah, I won't put that out until after. Good. Good person. <laughs> the, Her the Hercules key, the chain key, key was released. The small world key was released. I mean, no one really knows what that key is that ends the trailer. That's like the big one. We won't see I don't, right honestly, the small world key does not seem that interesting to me. I mean, like to have in real life. Yeah. I mean, can you take things? What I always wondered, I mean, chat, yeah. Uh, I always wondered was, could you take something like out could you take like a person out of the small world house oh, and then would they be like little ant people you know what tune in to lock and key seasons two and three to I maybe have your question answered i'm wondering because i'm just like i don't know either i don't know the question are we are they <laughs> we still going I'm wondering if, if we said something that's too spoilery and they're like holding everyone up in the other room being like don't say anything about that sign this NDA <laughs> I have no clue I guess we'll find out and hope in any moment okay we're going to move on to the next one with Mike from Freelance Clownfish Freelance Clownfish all right uh, my second question uh, for Miss Jones uh, what did you take away from this as an actor um, from this season? Uh, what specifically do you think you improved upon yourself after this whole experience? My, um, my trust in myself, the trust that I, if 
faced with challenges that I will, I will meet them. I have a lot of anxiety over things like that. You know, like I would be up late at night, just overthinking a scene the next day. And then we would do the scene and it was great and it was fun. And the great thing about this production was it was so supportive. Um, but I, I learned, I learned a lot. And, um, the other huge thing I learned was that joy brings joy and being on set and just like getting close with the crew, being really friendly and like just having a good time on set brought one of the best experiences as an actor, um, just experiencing being on set and playing this fun character with such an incredible crew. So yeah, those are my two things. Thank you very much. Okay, and we can circle back again to Down and Nerdy Podcast. All right. Hello again. Griffin, this one's for you, my friend. So we know that Dodge needs Kinsey, or at least it seems that way, Gabe slash Dodge. But, you know, kind of playing a very dangerous game there. But anybody with eyes can see that Kinsey, the whole Kinsey-Scott thing, isn't exactly over. So do you think that's mm. going to become an issue at some point? Breaking my heart here with this question, James. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, you know, I think, uh, I think that's a major part of the show is that love triangle. And, um, you know, uh, personally, I, I like Gabe and Kinsey together, gotta say. Um, but I know a lot of people like Scott and Kinsey together. Look, look, it's fine. Choose whichever side you want. This is Edward versus Jacob all over again. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a major plot point this season. And, um, I don't know how many people would really want to date. Um, you know, I, I don't know how many people want to be in manipulative and toxic relationships. Um, better yet. I don't know how many people want to be in a relationship with a demon. So, um, I think if she, you know, I'm going to say this in a very broad spectrum way to not spoil anything. If she, or when she finds out, uh, Gabe's a demon, we'll see what that leads to. And good luck with that, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> need it. I need it. Got a lot riding against me. <laughs> Thank you, James. We just had the Firewire join. So Larry, you can go ahead with a question. Or not. I mean, <laughs> Larry. we're here anyways. Oh, I think we lost Larry. So we will go back to conversation. It's really not working for me. Hi, again. Hi. <laughs> I guess I'll take this uh, this moment. Um, so I, I want to continue on this, this conversation about the ships. Um, what are the chances of a um, Gabe, uh, Gabe and Eden ship happening? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> Look, I'm a shipper and, and I, I ship it. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. Would our um, ship be Eden? Eden or Abe? Abe? I don't, there's no good ship name. And when there's no good ship name, you know that it's not. <laughs> no, no. Um, um, no, I. Eden cannot I, stand Gabe. Yeah, so. I don't think Gabe can stand Eden either, which, you know, sometimes that leads to more chemistry. In this case, um, it's more like um, just like pain. <laughs> yeah. Violence. It's very toxic. It, it's it, would be a a, toxic it would be a poor relationship. It really would be. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll see. Thanks. Hey, let the fans think what they want, you know, but. Thank my you. friend, literally anytime I post a picture of like the both of us, she's like, oh my God, date. And I was like, girl, 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 stop. 
my friends. No think comment. You're cute, Griffin, my friends think you're cute. Well, <laughs> all right, we're gonna nice go on to Mike one more time. Are they blind? <laughs> all right, uh, again, uh, for Continuing uh, Griffin. Uh, yeah, what has up? been your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite scene to film out of this season? Out of this season, oh boy. That's a that's a tough question. Um, you know, I think when someone asks me what my favorite movie is, uh, it really depends on the day, you know, uh, or the day of the week. It depends on what movie I'm vibing with in that exact moment. And I feel like it's the same with these with these scenes during the season. You know, we would film one episode, and then I'd be like, "Wow, I've never had more fun on this set." And then a few weeks later, I'd be like, "Wow, I've never had more fun on the set." Um, I, I, it's easier for me to choose the scenes that I did not have as much filming, fun filming, uh, which would be, <laughs> there was a one episode where we shot the entire episode outdoors and at night in the dead of winter. Um, and it was literally like negative 20 degrees for two weeks straight. And even though it was like brutal to film, I still had a great time. So <laughs> It's easier for me to choose my least favorite. I think if I had to choose a favorite, it would probably be um, the, uh, uh, you know, the climax of the season, episode 10. Uh, you know, there's a big showdown. And, uh, that was a lot of fun to film because I got to have some, some real emotional scenes and um, just a lot of high stakes, which are always fun to film with, you know, people that you love working with. So that was, I think that was the most intense and the most fun for me. All right. Thank you very much. All right. I think we have time for one more quick question so we can circle back to down and nerdy again. And that will be the last question for this session. All righty. One more. Let's kind of keep in that theme a little bit for the both of you. Uh, who is someone that you wish you had more scenes with this season? Ooh, nice question. Jesse Camacho. Doug Brazil, oh. Savini squad member. Yes, he's one of my best friends and he's just such a hoot to be on set with. He's a, just a bundle of joy and so good. We had our little moment in first season of the like, bye, I love you. Um, and yeah, I love Jesse Camacho, so. Oh man, that's a really tough question because um, I really enjoyed everyone I did scenes with. Um, and now I have such a broad list. I feel like if I leave someone out, it's going to be really mean. Um, but <laughs> let's see. Jesse is a yes. Mm -hmm. um, I absolutely loved working with Connor. And we honestly did not get enough scenes this season. Um, I have a bunch of scenes with Amelia and Patrice. Uh, but that love triangle dynamic is a lot of fun to play with. And uh, I wish I had more scenes with the two of them together. I had scenes, you know, with separately, but all together would have been a lot of fun. And Aaron Ashmore. Mm. Uncle Dunk. Just love that guy's Hunk energy. Hunky Dunky. Awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you, James. Just so for the journalists... Pick, pick whichever gonna... answer you want. <laughs> <laughs> journalists, I'm going to move you guys into a holding room before you go into your next interview. Can I go to the washroom? Whoever you guys please? interview next, go tell them I said hi. Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Thank you. 10 We just started. She's breaking the seal early. <laughs>